0: Hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of the conversation, we're talking with Katie Scipione, Prevention Specialist with Wellness Health Promotion and Prevention with the Fairfax Falls Church Community Services Board, and we're going to talk about the Lock and Talk program. Studies show that when firearms are accessible, individuals are more than three times likely to die by suicide and that the majority of people who suicide use firearms or poisons. Limiting access to firearms and poisons for a person in crisis is an essential strategy for, for preventing suicide, and that's what we're going to be talking about today with the Lock and Talk program. So, Katie, thanks for being with us on the County Conversation. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Lock and Talk, uh, something that I'm hoping that a lot of people have heard about or familiar with, but I have a feeling that that's maybe not the case. What's what's your what's your yes? Take?
1: It's a it's a newer um, a newer initiative. It started. We started it over the summer, where yeah. we really dove in and. Um, and started getting our materials out to the public. So okay. um, it's a fairly new program. Okay, so less
0: than a year. Yes. Yes, than a year. Yes. So I, I read a little bit there at the beginning, but does that do a, a, a proper explanation of what Lock and Talk is? Um,
1: I can go into it a yeah. little bit more. Um, so we, along with SPAN, and SPAN is the Suicide Prevention Alliance of Northern Virginia, Um, are part of the regional effort to share the Lock and Talk program. Um, It is a firearm and medication safe storage initiative to encourage community members to secure guns and medications in their home. So, um, we really have three, um, three initiatives, three goals that, okay, um, okay. that we like to touch upon. Okay. And I can go over those. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so, the first is to prevent suicides by restricting access to firearms and poisons during a mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. And the second is educate and the community about how to recognize and respond to warning signs of suicide. And the third goal, um, we like to look at it as to encourage others to pass on information and their knowledge about mm-hmm. the program. Okay. Um, so
0: let's let's dive into the first one. There, yes. you're talking about preventing suicide by restricting the access to firearms. And I'm going to stop right there because when you say those two words, or forwards yes. <laughs> restricting access to firearms. A lot of people's, you know, radar goes up, you know, the hair on their arms raise up. That, yes. that sounds like a political kind of thing here. Yes.
1: Yes. I understand. And it is not a political thing. Okay. What we want to do, our main goal is to keep people safe. So, um, So really, our team is trying to um, keep everyone safe. And by doing this, we are going to, we're offering free, um, not only for firearms, but also for medications. We're offering free locking pill bottles, medication boxes. They fit about seven to eight pill bottles. We're offering free trigger locks and cable locks that fit a wide variety of firearms. Um, and the gun locks and the lock boxes include information on safe handling and messaging um, and tips. So the, the uh, locking pill bottles and medication boxes all have a code that you can um, program to whatever you would like. And the trigger and cable locks have a key. So you can... Um, so you can um, have that key. And I can read the locations that we have. Um, we have six pickup locations around Fairfax County to allow um, the community members to go and pick up these free materials so that we can help people lock up their medications and keep their guns safe by using um, trigger and cable locks.
0: Okay, so all all six of these locations, where, you, where you'll tell us in a minute where these yes. locations are, but all six have... The free trigger cable locks, the free free lock boxes, the free locking pill bottles—all all of that stuff is available. Correct. Free of charge for any residents. Free residence. of charge. Okay. For
1: any residents in um, in Fairfax County. Okay.
0: So yes. Where where can we take so, advantage of this?
1: Yes, yes. So there are six pickup locations around Fairfax County. The first is at Maryfield Center. And the address is 8221 Willow Oaks Corporate Drive. That's in Fairfax. And you can pick up the materials at 1 West. The next is Chantilly Center, 14150 Park East Circle. And that's in Chantilly. And you can pick up in Suite 200. The next is the Jerry Highland Government Center. That's our South County Center. Mm -hmm. And that is 8350 Richmond Highway. You can pick up on the fourth floor. And the Gartland Center is at 8119 Holland Road. That's in Alexandria, and you can walk right in and go to the front desk. Reston, uh, our Reston office is the Northwest Center, is at 1850 Cameron Glen Drive. Uh, That's in Reston, and you can pick up in Suite 600. And then um, the last location is the Panino Building. That is 12011 Government Center Parkway. That's in Fairfax. And you can pick up the materials free of charge at Suite 836. Mm
0: -hmm. So I have to come in and and pick up, but but it's free. Yes. What's the... first word that comes to mind is feedback, but I don't know if that's the right word. But what's what have you noticed or what has everybody noticed so far? And, and what I'm leading at is, is there a reluctance to come in and pick up because I don't want to be known as picking up these things that are being promoted to prevent suicide? Mm-hmm. Am I you know, air quote, labeling myself or, you know, putting, is, is there a stigma, I guess? Right,
1: right. Um, we really hope that people don't, are, are not reluctant to going and picking up materials. Um, there are no questions asked. They can just mm-hmm. walk them and say, I'm here. I'd like to pick up um, a cable lock, a trigger lock, or a medication or a locking pill bottle. Um, and they can reference the lock and talk program. But um, the staff who has the material, who have the materials are um, well aware of um that people are going to be coming in. Um, We have not gotten a sense that people um, are not wanting to come in to pick up the mm-hmm. materials, that's good. it has. we have handed out quite a few materials. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was yes. going to ask about that. Yeah. Yes. So it sounds like it's going well so far.
1: Yes. Actually, we have handed out over 200 gun locks, wow. um, trigger and cable locks around the county, and we've handed out over 1,000 medication wow. lock boxes and locking pill bottles. Wow. Yes. Wow. So that's not only at the pickup locations, but also at um, events that we attend as well.
0: I was going to ask if there were special events, maybe if someone couldn't make it to one of these locations or are you out in the community at special events? Or...
1: Yes, yes. And um, if someone is interested in scheduling us to come out mm. to um, to come to any sort of event um, at a church or a community event or a nonprofit organization wanting us to come in and talk with their employees, we can definitely do that and right. we can take materials with
0: us. Was the uh, the greater demand for the uh, the pill lockboxes, uh, was that anticipated? Um or is it just a matter of, I guess, maybe everybody has medication and, and not as many people have guns. So I guess that's just normal.
1: I I think so. Yeah. I think the the locking pill boxes hold about seven to eight um, bottles of medication. Mm-hmm. And those go very quickly because yeah. people really want to take advantage Pretty of Pretty much those. everybody has, yes. has medicine, unfortunately, Something. nowadays. Right, yeah. right.
0: And it's, I mean, you know, taking suicide out of it, it's just probably a good practice to... Keep those things locked up anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially
1: if you have children in the household mm, um, or you have um, a lot of people, maybe family, a lot of family coming in and out. If you're having work done on your house, you're having a lot of traffic in and out of your house, it's nice to know that you have your medications locked right.
0: up. Right. I'm going to skip to the third initiative sure. under lock and talk, which is about uh, encouraging others to pass on the knowledge, pass on this information. Yes. Um, Simple question. Why? Why Why should they do that?
1: Well, we do hope that you pass on the knowledge that you learn um, here at the podcast. Um, we do want to just pass on the knowledge to just reduce that stigma. Mm. Um, we want people to feel comfortable to go and get um, any sort of locking devices for their medications and their guns. Um, so we actually have been going around to a lot of the gun shops around Fairfax County to provide information oh, um, about the Lock and Talk Initiative, um, and giving them posters that they can hang um, for their customers to see, but also to educate their employees as well. Um, and again, if, um, as I mentioned before, if people are interested in having us come out, we are more than happy to go and talk about the Lock and Talk Initiative to, um, you know, if there's a health fair or um, a, a nonprofit organization, we can provide a brief information Homeowners session. Homeowners Association Homeowners meeting. Association, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, there is no, no limit because right. anyone who has medications um, or owns a gun, we are – we are more than happy to come out right. and give just a brief information session and provide sure. the materials.
0: All right. Well, this is a good time for me to ask then, I guess, how, how would folks request such a thing? Is there – do you go to a website? Do they yes. call a telephone number? Yes.
1: You can send us an email at csbprevention at fairfaxcounty.gov, and you can just request that you're having an event and um, – you are interested in having us come out and provide some information about the Lock and Talk program and um, provide materials for the attendees as okay, well. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So just uh, send an email to csbprevention at fairfaxcounty.gov. Correct. Should they put in the subject line anything specific, um, uh, they could presen- put, presentation or They request could put Lock or, and Talk. Right. Um, okay.
1: But We'll read all. We'll right, read all the right. emails. You'll so whatever, whatever you add is yeah. fine.
0: Okay. So what else about um, sharing information and, and educating the community and 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 passing this on? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I do want to talk a little bit more about edu- educating the community about how to recognize warning signs of suicide. Well,
0: I, want, I, I was going to get to that, but let's, let's okay. let, this passing on knowledge of, yeah. of this program, I mean, are there ways that members of the community can do it? I mean, we t- kind of talked about you and, you know, your staff and Lock and Talk people, you know, going out to community groups and fairs. Sure. But what can I just as a regular individual, if I find this useful or helpful, what can I do?
1: Um, you can you can definitely share it with your family members and make sure that you yourself are locking up your medications um, and guns if you have them. Um, but sharing that information with your circle of, um, of relatives, neighbors, um, maybe at um, your place of work, uh, just so that you have, you know, your, the goal is to keep everyone safe. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really the key message: is to keep people safe.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay uh and the reason that you know you were getting ready to get into it and I pulled you back uh, but the, and initiative number two, which uh as important at least in my eyes as important as getting those locking mechanisms and everything out for people to use it's it's this second um initiative uh, uh, if you will of the lock and talk program about educating how to recognize and respond to the warning signs of suicide, which I think is hugely important because I'll be honest, I I couldn't tell you right now how to recognize the signs.
1: Right. And a lot of people can't. And that's why we do want to get this message out um, and have people understand yeah. um, and know what to look for. Right. Um, so some of the warning signs um, that you can look for Um, would be if someone is talking about um, wanting to hurt oneself or wanting to die, Um, if someone is searching online to purchase a gun, or if they are talking about feeling hopeless or having no reason to live, if they're talking about feeling trapped or have unbearable pain, Um, if they are talking about being a burden to others or they're increasing their alcohol or drug use, Uh, if they are acting anxious or agitated, behaving recklessly, Um, If maybe they're sleeping too much or too little, Mm. uh, they could be withdrawing from uh, maybe their job, their friends, their family. Feeling isolated would be another uh, warning sign or showing rage or talking about seeking revenge um, or displaying extreme mood swings. Um, So these are just some of the warning signs. But if you do see someone um, who may be in crisis, you want to ask them if they're thinking about suicide. It's okay to ask that question um, we want to talk about it, and let you can let them know that you care about them and that you want to help them get the professional help that they need. Right. Um, I am going to do a little plug in here okay. for um, uh, one of the um, programs that we offer. We offer the mental health first aid training, and um, there are many different modules, but um, we teach the um, the we teach more about looking for warning signs, and we can talk and um, teach the participants how to look for the warning signs, what mm-hmm. to do, how to talk to someone um, and how to move them along that continuum to get them
0: the help that they need. Right. I want to follow up on a couple of your signs. So if I come home one day and I, I just tell my, my wife, you know, my life sucks. You know, my, my day-to-day was horrible. Um, you know, I just don't even know why I'm, I'm bothering Am I suicidal, or am I just having a bad day? Or well, if, if I come home three days in a row and do that, I mean, I, you know, what's the, what's the trigger there?
1: Right, right. Well, you do want to kind of watch someone over time, and you want to see um, see if they are um, basically exhibiting these warning signs, and a if little it's more and more. Yeah, and and every situation is going to be unique, obviously, um, but you want to see if it's affecting um, their their. Way of life is mm. it affecting their relationships? Is it affecting, um, you know, their normal daily activities? Mm. Is is it kind of affecting their life? Their there
0: other things in their routine changing. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: yes. So that's that's kind of and yeah. and that's what we would go into in the mental health first okay. aid class. Yeah,
0: I would think it'd be hard. You know, teenage suicide. You know, teenagers are so. And I, I know some people get. You know, maybe get mad. at – They seem moody. They're they're more emotional. Uh, that type of thing. So, you know, they can fly off the handle real easily. You know, my life sucks. You know, I I flunked this test. You know, why should I even bother? Right. You know, it's like, uh, you know, take a chill pill. You know, Right, so. right,
1: <laughs> right. But you'd also want to see are um, with teens, are they withdrawing from the activities that they really enjoy yeah. doing? Is that is it out of character for them? So um, and it's also kind of a, a whole, whole approach. Are they what's happening at school? What's happening with their friends? Mm-hmm. What's happening um, in their family and um, in their personal life? Mm-hmm. So. so
0: a lot of these, um, while you may pick up on one of these signs or symptoms, there could be two, three, or more that are kind of all coming together that, you know, a, as you start looking after seeing one, then you may be, oh, you recognize that or see that or whatever, and then that's maybe where you should get a little more concerned.
1: There could be. There, there okay. could be. You want to see how it's affecting their their yeah. daily activities. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: who who should you call? What What, what should you do if you... Suspect someone's having a a suicidal issue or problem.
1: Yes, yes. If if you know someone um, who you care about who may be at risk of suicide, you don't want to hesitate to reach out for help right away. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many resources available. I'll give you a few resources. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are available twenty four hours, seven days a week. Um, you can text Connect. C-O-N-N-E-C-T, to 85511 to contact Crisis Link. And Crisis Link Link is a crisis center serving those in Northern Virginia. You can also call Crisis Link at 703-527-4077. Or you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Um, They also have a Veterans Crisis Line, which is the same number, 1-800-273-8255, and you can press 1. And then um, the National National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is also offered in Spanish, and that number is 1-888-628-9454. Also, you can go in directly to the Fairfax Falls Church Community Services Board Emergency Services. Um, and that is at Maryfield Center. They are open 24 hours a day. And the number there is 8, or the address is 8221 Willow Oaks Corporate Drive. And that's in Fairfax. And their phone number is 703-573-5679.
0: Okay. And what about... Uh... What about nine one one? Should you call nine one one? Yes,
1: you can call nine one one, and if someone is experiencing um, a mental health crisis, or they are, um, you're seeing signs of suicide, and they say, if you ask them the question, "Are you thinking about suicide?" You definitely can call nine one one, and you can also ask for someone who is trained um, um, in dealing with a mental health problem
0: do I don't know if you know their percentage or their studies or whatever but if you ask that question how many how many people are gonna maybe truthfully tell you yes or or, or are they wanting to tell you yes?
1: Usually with communication opening up that that conversation right. usually allows the person to kind of talk and feel a little relieved knowing mm. that someone cares about them. Right. Um, but usually that opening up that communication is a yeah, positive thing. Yeah. A lot of people think, well, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of that taboo topic, but um, it is, it's is—it's important to open the, the airways of communication right. for sure.
0: A lot of resources there that you mentioned. I'm going to come back to that in just a couple of minutes and let you wrap up the show with, sure. with providing those those numbers and resources again. Sure, but sure. Uh, anything uh else that you want to mention on lock and talk because i do want to allow just a couple of minutes to talk a little bit more about uh, csb as well as the wellness health promotion and prevention program sure. that you're with so sure lock and talk to wrap it up
1: sure i just want to give um, some information about when when you pick up the free materials you get some storage safety tips for medication mm. and for firearms we will provide you with those materials But I do want to talk about just um, the proper disposal of unused, unwanted, or Mm. expired medications. Um, because a lot of us have those kind of hanging around. Um, you can take medications to a local police station and use the medication drop box. Most police stations have those permanently um, in their station, so you can just go in and drop it off when you'd like. Um, you can also use a medication disposal bag. You can get those at the health department, and some police stations have mm. them available too. You can take them home and use them when you like. You put the medication in, um, add water, seal it back up, shake it, and it will deactivate the medication. Oh, there you go. So And then you can throw it away safely in your trash at home. Also, um, Operation Medicine Cabinet Cleanout um, is... Uh, it has become a very popular right, event in right. Fairfax County. The next date that we're offering it is April 25th. I thought it was in April, yeah. Yes, which is a Saturday, and that will be happening at all Fairfax County police stations. So you can safely dispose of your medications, hand them over to a police officer, um, and uh, then they will dispose yeah. of them safely. And, again, no questions asked. You can just, no questions just bring asked. them in. And, yeah. Yes, and it is very popular. usually happens twice a year, yeah. um, usually in the fall and then um, – in the spring, so yeah. April twenty-fifth. It's okay. a Saturday. Yes. All right, cool. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, you are with, um, and I was teasing you before we started uh, talking because your business <laughs> card must be like a like an index card or whatever. Because uh, Katie Scipione, prevention specialist, wellness, health promotion, and prevention with the Fairfax Falls Church Community <laughs> Services Board. Had to make sure I took a deep breath before I read all that. <laughs> it's so, a mouthful. Yeah, so, uh, wellness health. Prevention and promotion, uh, briefly, in the last two or three minutes we have left. Yes. W- what does that mean? What does that entail? What do you do?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, our team, we have an, a great team, and our team assists the community in strengthening its emotional emotional health, and ability to handle challenges related to substance misuse and mental illness. Mm, So we provide prevention-focused, evidence-based training programs, um, presentations, and some health and awareness-raising campaigns. So Lock and Talk being one of them, we also offer mental health first aid. um, And I know I touched on that briefly, but we talk about signs and symptoms of mental illness. We provide participants with an action plan um, and helping them understand what they can do to get someone kind of from point A to point B along that continuum to get them the professional help that they need. Um, And we have all different modules um, with that. We also offer um, the ACE interface, Adverse Childhood Experiences, also known as ACEs. Um, That's a presentation that includes information on brain development and the impact of childhood adversity Hmm. and trauma, um, as well as resiliency. Um, Revive is another program where right. we talk about opioids yeah. and uh, and how how what to do if there's an opioid overdose emergency and yeah. how to administer Narcan. Um, and Owls Pals is another program. It's a prevention-based program for three- to eight-year-olds. Um, it teaches them social and emotional skills. We have a grant mm-hmm. to um, facilitate that program. And another is uh, Talk They Hear You, where we empower parents to talk with their children, nine- to 15-year-olds, uh, about alcohol. Right. So, And we also go to community events and resource fairs to pr- promote all, right. all of this, um, all of these materials. And we also do presentations on right. uh, current topics like vaping.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's so, huge. <laughs> yes, yes. So
1: uh, we're kind of all over the place. Right.
0: I was going to ask you what you do in your free time. But it doesn't sound like you have any free time. all <laughs> oh, this Oh, sure, going. I have free time. Sure, I do. <laughs> huge, huge uh Topic areas, huge issues that you guys are dealing with. And the the vaping one, you just threw that at the end. That one has just really come on strong the last year or so. Yes. Yes,
1: it has. It has.
0: What – again, what would you say if anyone has any – problems or any issues with the vaping or talking to your child. When you mentioned that one, I was going to say, well, if you don't talk to them, they're going to hear you anyway when, when you're talking about other stuff that you don't want to hear. So you might as well talk to them about what you want them to hear mm-hmm. and remember. Uh, anything you want to kind of wrap it up with here about the CSB and some of the programs that you're involved in and and why we should, why we should care, why we should want to know yeah. more?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with um, children, um, we want to always keep the communication lines open and um, kind of always have a pulse on what's going on mm-hmm. with your kids. Um, and um, and even if you don't have children, kind of have right. an idea of what's going on in the community. Stay current with the information so you kind of know um, what's going on and um, and what's happening around the area. Right. Um If anyone has questions about any of our services or they would like us to um, come out to any of their sites to talk more, um, they can um, again go to our email, send us an email at csbprevention at fairfaxcounty.gov or they can visit our website at www.fairfaxcounty.gov forward slash community hyphen services hyphen board forward slash prevention forward slash (laughs) lock-and-talk. hyphen and, hyphen
0: talk. <laughs> It's a mouthful. How about we just do fairfaxcounty.gov slash, or, or search lock-and-talk or search can. community services yes. board? Yes. Yeah.
1: You definitely can search CSB, you can search prevention, and yeah. you can search lock-and-talk okay. for sure. Right. You can also go to the SPAN website. Um, it's www.suicidepreventionnva.org um, to get more information about the lock-and-talk program as well.
0: Okay. Going to wrap it up here again. As I promised, I'm going to let you uh, go through all those resources. Again, we're talking today about the lock and talk program, uh, trying to uh, uh, help people prevent suicide by the use of firearms or uh, poisons. So I know there were a lot of great resources, telephone numbers that you gave. So I'll let you finish up the show by going through that list again.
1: Great, great. So if you or someone you care about may be at risk of suicide, don't hesitate to reach out for help right away. You can connect um, to these resources, they're available at uh, 24 hours, seven days a week. You can text CONNECT to 85511 to contact Crisis Link. That is a crisis center serving those in Northern Virginia. You can call Crisis Link at 703-527-4077. You can also contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255. The Veterans Crisis Line is one 800 and press the number 1. And to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in Spanish, it's 1-888-628-9454. And you can also go to our website to get all of the six pickup locations um, all around Fairfax County to pick up the free materials.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, I hope uh, folks uh, take advantage of this podcast to to learn more and to uh, take advantage of uh – Uh, or to uh, help with initiative number three of the program to uh, pass along the information. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, share it with friends, share it with family, share it with uh, uh, your homeowners association, your community group, anyone that uh, you know about. Uh, We want to get this information out there. So Katie Skipion, thanks for uh, being on the podcast and sharing all this valuable information with us.
1: Great. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Absolutely. Again, thanks to uh, Katie. Thanks to you for listening. And if you want to get more Fairfax County news and event information, Information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for joining us again on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.